All right. So welcome to Sip and Slide. My name is Alex. And my name is Jasmine. And today we are sipping on wine. And making poor decisions. And those decisions happen to be sliding the DMs of our favorite celebrities. So you don't have to. You're welcome, America. (laughs) (laughs) What's up and welcome to a special edition of Sip and Slide in the DMs. We've got Hey Millie Hales calling in. She has a list of do's and don'ts for sipping and sliding into celebrities' DMs, athletes' DMs, and anyone famous enough to receive a DM from us. She's a fellow foodie here in Portland, and she is going to be giving us a bunch of her stories and a bunch of her advice for how she goes about talking to celebrities. So go ahead and tune in, listen in for the details, and welcome Millie. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Hi. Us? I am. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. It's nice so you cool too. that you decided to join us. We are a little strange, so heads up. I was just talking about DoorDash and how shitty it is because I can't stop ordering DoorDash now. And I'm paying like $18 on my $12 order just in the fee to get it delivered from like three miles away. I mean, I use delivery services <laughs> constantly, and I have all of them because I like. I mean, you see my Instagram. <laughs> I my Instagram is food. It's mostly yeah. food. So yeah, and I don't have a car. So a lot of times I am like driven by what I want to eat, and then wherever the restaurant is, I'll figure out if it's on Uber Eats or DoorDash yeah. or which Postmates, whichever <laughs> one. I use all of them a lot. Yeah. Well, why can't they all just have one? I guess, is it like Turf Wars kind of thing? So Probably. I, I used to do social media for, I I do social media as part of my like income. And uh-huh. I have done it for like restaurants or help them set things up like with their Uber Eats and whatever. And they all uh-huh. have different like fee structures. So I think that uh-huh. restaurants get sold on like well with us we don't charge these upfront fees we just charge like if you have sales and then there are other ones that are like well we only charge this amount per month and it's really low so I think some places like yeah they're depending on like Uber Eats I know for sure one of the rules is that they're not allowed to charge more than they do in store so like say you're really hungover and you want like a McDonald's (laughs) egg McMuffin or something Um, Yes. (laughs) On Uber Eats, they have to charge the same amount that they do at the actual restaurant. But, like, Mm. through Postmates and other apps, they can charge other amounts. So, like, some restaurants will beef up, like, your hamburger might be $7 there, but, like, $9 or $10 when you order it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I should have have invested when this stuff first came out because I literally, I, I shit you not, like, almost every day. I order on DoorDash during lunch because I'm just too lazy to get in my car and drive to pick it up. I think well, and it's just so crazy how it kind of blew up because when it when uh, Uber Eats and all that first came out, you're like, I'm not going to pay for delivery. I can just drive down like two minutes. And I was just like, why would I do that when I can have someone bring it to me? Well, thanks for joining, Millie. Yeah, <laughs> well, we liberate on uh, just how lazy I am every single day in ordering this stuff. I'm Jasmine. This is my voice. Okay. This is what I sound like. And I'm Alex. Okay, I will try to remember between the two of you. I think I'll get it. 
Yeah, it's pretty distinct. Uh, I sound like I'm yelling all the time. My mic volume is all the way down right now. Okay. And I'm about a foot away from my microphone. I just don't know how to not yell, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I had to learn how to yell and turn my microphone all the way up because I was too quiet. Well, hey, I'm so happy you reached out. First of all, how did you find us? How did we pop up? Did any of my social media marketing, by the way, I know zero about social media marketing work. Did you find a post that popped up on your page? How'd you find us? I found you doing social media work of my own. Um, I often go to just the location of Portland, Oregon. And you can look at the most recent posts and you can just kind of look at, I mean, I, I try to interact with posts of people that I think will follow me or will like my content. And most of the time it's food, alcohol, um, people within a certain age group, like 75% of my followers are men between 18 and 24. So if I see a, a guy who I think is kind of cute or like has tattoos, or I feel like is going to fit mm-hmm within my followers I'll go in and like a few of his pictures and usually he'll just follow me so I was in there good strategy I was in there liking stuff and I saw one of your posts I don't even remember which one it was but I went to your page and I was like I live for this I do (laughs) so many people um and I'm excited to get into it because I've been doing this since like college like in Facebook so wow when you asked like how many people I was like I have no idea but um I DM lots of people all the time and I use the internet a lot and so running into your page was more of my like I was trying to get people to follow me but it was just like a really happy accident um yeah well that's so cool so I know you're from Portland right so we uh, I live in Vancouver and so does Alex so we're kind of Portland kind of not Portland we start social scene in Portland and then we just retire into our little caves here in Vancouver. Sure. But how long have you been a Portland resident? Have you always been from Portland? I've lived here for like eight years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to school in Eugene at the University yep. of Oregon. And um, I'm from Junction City, Oregon, which is like a little town outside of Eugene. Okay. So I've been there. Yeah, I grew up on a farm outside of Junction City. And when I lived there, the town was like four to 5,000 people. Um, but the cost of living in Eugene has grown just like in Portland. So yeah. a lot of people are moving out to the suburbs. So I think it's like almost 10,000 people now. It's like much larger than when I lived there. Oh, Dang. wow. So I heard Eugene is a party college. Is that true? Absolutely true. I went to WSU while, go- while work- um, working and staying with my parents. So I didn't really yeah. have a college experience. And I'm yeah. kind of feeling like I'm missing out. This, I mean, this I- is probably why we're going crazy and messaging celebrities yeah that's how I started though was college was everything for me um I yeah. think that I so you've seen what I look like um uh-huh. I'm half Asian so my mom is Indonesian but she mostly okay. grew up she immigrated from Holland um Whoa. Oh, wow which is pretty common because for like 200 years the Dutch occupied Indonesia they're the only country that have fought off occupation successfully in, in history, right. um, which props to my mom's ancestors. But like, yeah. but yeah, so I spent most of my childhood in a very white rural place. And I was like treated mostly like I was passing as white, but I wasn't like ever like 
popular or like a hot girl in mm. my high school. I was like a weird girl who made her own clothes. People did not get me. And so <laughs> when I got to college, Facebook uh-huh. was like new. I'm 34. I'm older uh-huh. than you two. Um, when I got to college, Facebook was the, it was the first time that you could join if you were outside of Harvard. So it wasn't like open to anyone else except college students. And this was like 2005. And so I used it. It was really cool. You could like message your classmates. You could enter which classes you were taking, which is super unsafe when I think about it now, but you could put in like- (laughs) Privacy laws. Yeah, but you could like- (laughs) enroll say you were taking like I'm taking English 182 Uh the 10 o'clock class so if you missed a class you could get notes from someone on Facebook it was like a very it was almost like your school network you only really had friends within your college too you didn't connect with people outside of your group yet so anyway I use that as a tool to like start talking to basketball players and football players and like guys that were in my opinion so out of my league when I was in high school but like they thought I was like exotic and different than the girls that they had you know known before so I felt like it was just a tool I could use to talk to people that I was like too nervous to talk to in real life or didn't have access to in real life okay that makes sense so I guess you were really monetizing that exotic charm right I mean, I don't think of it that way at all, but I do think that that's kind of where a lot of the, and I, I've been getting tattooed for a long time. I think uh-huh. a lot of my followers, like that's where the interest comes from. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I would not say I'm monetizing that at all. <laughs> it's like, how do I do that? Who do I tell? Because in middle school and high school, Borat came out. I, mm. I don't know if you've seen it. So I, my childhood was ruined um <laughs> by the running of the jews comments oh, so it was fascinating for me and i'm like what the hell i was like i'm gonna come back at you all i just want you to know this this is a long <laughs> game revenge plan yeah well dude i mean i think i spent my whole 20s trying to be someone i'm not like mm-hmm. try- and once i embraced like you you are the only person that can be you like that's what you have on the market like you are the only you you can be. So if you really lean into it and like have confidence and like believe in what you're doing, people will be attracted to that. It just takes time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When are you doing TED Talks, Millie? We, 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 get on podcast. <laughs> we, did, we did 10 for sure. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. <laughs> Sign me up. So you started kind of with Facebook, right? So yes. Docs so- were primary. Yeah, so I will preface all of this by saying, like, most of my DMs that are juicy or interesting are just, uh-huh. like, because I'm attracted to the person, and that's why I'm trying to talk to them. I do talk to people that I'm, like, not trying to have sex with, um, and we can talk about, I have some examples of that, too. I feel like a lot of the people you're trying to DM, you are not trying to have sex with. So, yeah. So I feel like some of my advice will be helpful, and some of it may not be that helpful. <laughs> Well, I think overall, just you having to share any any advice really is helpful for us because we're such noobs at this. Sure. Uh, so really, any guidance you can give us, Sensei, would be great. Um, primarily, what we want to know is how do we even start? I know you mentioned kind of in our little chats that 
you know, don't try to publicly display your conversation, which is like all, all great. Obviously, mm-hmm. once the conversation gets rolling, we probably want to keep that private. But I guess how there's so many pieces of advice. Let me preface by that. There's just like articles on articles on articles on articles. And, you know, hearing from you who's actually done it and succeeded would probably be more beneficial to us because we want to know how to even start. Like, should it be short? Should it be long? Should I just send him a picture or something? Because, you know, pictures worth a thousand words. Like, how how would you start? Well, I'll say this. I mean, I think that um, it's going to be different for everyone. The, the bigger the celebrity, the more likely it is that you're not even DMing them, right? Um, yeah, a lot of people yeah. have publicists and whatnot. So um, I think starting short is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even have that many followers compared to like a celebrity. And the amount mm-hmm. of DMs I get or like story reactions that I get a day can be really overwhelming sometimes. So like if someone sends me, cause I, I also have a day job, like I work full time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think if someone sends me like a paragraph of text, the likelihood I'll actually read it and respond is kind of low (laughs) because I don't have time. Yeah. Um, Okay. Okay. So like the things that I think people see the most, um, you can kind of build rapport with someone just by like commenting on their stuff often. Um, Mm -hmm. like their actual pictures that they post on their grid, like, comment and not like long comments even but they'll notice if your name is coming up a lot um okay or I think you know when you're looking at stories you can see like that Mm -hmm. bar at the bottom if you're able to reply to someone or not or like react a lot of people have it turned off but some celebrities do not and so reacting to stories I was talking with a blazer he doesn't Mm -hmm. DM me back anymore so I'm like pretty comfortable saying who it is because I'm not going to hear from uh-huh. him again but it was it's uh-huh. Gary Trent Jr. Um, I was talking with him and he you can reply back to his stories um, and that's what I was doing was I was like sending him the little like flame when he posted something good or whatever uh-huh. and then like people notice that over time even if they're not replying to you they may see it so okay. I would just be persistent in that kind of sense like don't send like paragraph after paragraph, but if you're doing like story reactions or you're just liking people's stuff, then it's more mm-hmm. likely that when you send them like a sentence being like, Hey, I saw those shoes you were wearing the other night. Those are fire. Like they may actually write back to you because they're like, Oh, this girl always comments on my stuff. You know? Okay. Oh, so they notice. I think the so. Frequency. I mean, I notice. like, again, I don't have nearly, I don't have like millions of followers, but, um, I definitely like I'll if if someone continuously is liking my stuff and I don't mean like going through and liking 30 pictures in a row also that's creepy when people do that <laughs> it is like sometimes I wake up at like six in like, the morning okay. I'm like getting coffee to get ready for work and I check Instagram and someone has liked like 30 of my pictures or they go back like three years and they like a picture and it's from oh, the middle of the night and you're just like it doesn't look good <laughs> just one big no no yeah. it's like uh, our last episode we were talking about how all the articles were like don't be creepy <laughs> I was like oh, thank you thanks yeah. articles I mean, I think another thing that I think one one question or one topic or one thing at a time just mm-hmm. because people are so busy again like I can't emphasize enough like 
if you're DMing them, they're also getting like a thousand other DMs. It depends on how big the person is and how active they are. Some people are super active and you know, they're running their own account. And some Mm -hmm. people like they like don't post that much, even if they're not that famous, you know? So like people that, that you see being really active are much more likely to get back to you. Okay, so you said a few things there. You said A, be persistent, B, be short and concise, sort of, you know, to get their attention. And then C is like, you can tell when celebrities are active and they're having their own account versus obviously maybe like a um, a needed once a month post by their PR, you know? Right. Um, So when it comes to persistency, I guess, how long would you say on average does it take to get a celebrity's attention okay so my best example is that I got Drake to open some of my dms when Uh he when he was hurt so like that time when he blew out his Achilles like right before Christmas Mm -hmm. and was like stuck in bed I was sending him thirst trap videos and he was opening them (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I would say that I sent one and the first one didn't get open for like a week and I just thought nothing would happen. And then one day it was open and it had moved. <laughs> you, know how when, you know how when you um, message someone and then they like don't write back or you don't keep talking, your messages uh-huh. like slowly fall as you have more conversations, right? So like uh-huh. he was no longer near the top of my window at all, um, but he liked it. And then he popped up to the top again. And I was like, oh, <gasps> shit. So Ooh, so he went back? <laughs> I mean, I think that he was probably, like, bored and just went through, like, the message requests and started watching uh-huh. some fans. That's my guess. Mm. Um, and I only know that because, like, when I'm bored and I or I can't sleep or something, I will, like, uh-huh. lay in bed and go to my message request. It's a dark place, but I'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense, though. I mean, we all do yeah. that. I feel like sometimes I get like at two in the morning, I have an existential crisis and I like go follow the accounts that talk about like planetary alignment. And then I'm just like down the hole. Yeah, it's and easy people... to fall down the hole. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess you got to capture them when they're like available on time, right? Is that what I'm getting? Like, if, yeah. if they're on, like, a tour of performances, maybe that's not the best time. But if you, like, catch their story where they're just, like, chilling in the backyard, then you're like, aha. Yeah, I mean, I think, I guess if you know someone is injured or you know they're stuck, not, if they're immobile, they're, hurt. they're like, what the get them. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think, I think I just got lucky there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily target people that are like trapped in their homes i wasn't saying that <laughs> podcast <laughs> notes wait until they're injured yeah. or bored um yeah so we're staying off the creepy trail uh with stalking them for their injury yeah but but, but you can be creative i think being creative yeah. is really good so like you guys uh ladies sorry uh you wanted to dm dame or you have dm'd dame yeah um mm-hmm. you know he does four bar fridays so i feel like he, yeah yeah if you got creative i don't know if either of you rap 
If that's too much, you could just write. Jasmine, but you could just Jasmine, this is your avenue. <laughs> no, 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 I'm way no, too no. white for this. <laughs> no, 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 no. But if not, you could just write bars and DM him the bars. Yeah, I mean that's something True. that would be more likely that he'd respond to because he'd be like, "Oh, that's dope. At least you like took the time to write this out." Maybe your DM of like inviting him to try to talk on your podcast is bars or something. You know? Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. But creativity, definitely encouraged. So the funny thing is, before we started this podcast, I actually tried to get into Drake's DMs myself. Uh And I sent him lyric suggestions for his new album. And he didn't open it, which I'm really upset about. But I thought the lyric suggestions were fire. Okay? Um, They were pretty bomb. I got a post about it. But I guess, like, it, it is kind of up to chance, right? They have to be available... They have to have the time to read them. I'm sure they're getting like millions and millions and millions of fans trying to get into their DMs. Have you ever had someone block you or maybe um, respond and then just ghost you completely? Like anything like that where they're like, you were able to get their attention, but like maybe not in the right way. I don't think I've ever had a celebrity block me. I've certainly had like... (laughs) exes block me <laughs> but but no celebrity yeah. wise I have gotten I got in a disagreement with a celebrity online I don't think that either of us blocked the other person but do you guys watch SNL yeah um yeah. I got in an argument with Michael Che once and what <laughs> no way why he had posted a picture of um a dog and he said something like this is the newest writer at SNL and I made a comment that was like, "Are did you guys get him from Mulaney? Or I said something like, it must have been a better writer than the writers on Mulaney, which was, I don't know if you know who John Mulaney is. He, they tried to have yep. his own show. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> I stand by that. It was a, I like him. He's good at stand-up. It was a terrible, terrible sitcom. Anyway, I made this yeah. joke. And then Michael Che like clapped back at me and was like, how dare you say that about my friend? <laughs> And we had a whole back and forth dialogue. Um, and no it wasn't way. Positive. Um, but the thing is, like, I find him very attractive. And it was, like, crushing my soul as I was, like, trying to stand up for myself. Also, this was Dang. in the comments. This was not in the DMs. People could see this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was bold. Yeah. I actually almost, I forgot about that until right now. <laughs> oh my gosh I'm so sorry I was hoping to hear like something positive I'm like oh, okay it must be lighthearted, but dang oh no I mean I think I have I have had conversations with people that just kind of fizzled out like there's a comedian named Ron Funches and he's kind of from Portland he comes back here once in a while to do stuff um and maybe like four years ago he was in town and I sent him a picture of my butt and some lingerie it was a good picture and he wrote back immediately and was just like, oh, hey. And so we started talking about potentially meeting up. And it didn't work out. He was, like, really busy while he was in town. Mm-hmm. Um, oh but we gosh. never, like, talked after. It was just kind of. But I have met some people. Like, it's. My goal is not to get in the DMs. My goal is to, like, get out of the DMs and in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, like, most of the guys, most of the people you message are guys. Have you ever DM'd a girl? 
Yeah. So I recently started, I, I recently talked with Brooke Olson Dam and now we follow each other, which was cool. Who is Brooke Olson Dam? I she, apologize. Oh, she is the um, like female anchor for the Blazers for the announcers. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Awesome. So she recently, so here's another way if you're interested in just get it like talking to people, she was mm-hmm. doing a heart health initiative and was trying to like raise attention for um this charity and coco donuts which i just happened to live near um they were doing a special like brook donut and it was blazer colored and because i do so much food stuff on my instagram uh-huh. i like reached out to her and told her i was gonna go instagram it like i wanted to tag her in it but i wanted to ask first um yeah mm-hmm. And she like wrote back to me and we had a great conversation. My mom had a quadruple bypass. I mean, she's fine. She's alive. Mm-hmm. But like, we just had a like really deep and meaningful conversation about like just heart health and like how important it is to spread awareness. And I just appreciated her using her celebrity for a good cause. Um, yeah. So I think that if you can connect with someone, like if you see someone working on like a local charity or they're doing something that involves a hashtag and you Mm -hmm. can participate in that that's another way to get their attention okay okay these are really good tips i think we were maybe going about it uh in a different way and that's probably why are back yet i mean i less strategic that you posted (laughs) and i also i guess i know it's exciting to to send dms but i think Uh that people are less likely to talk with you if they think that what they might say might be put out everywhere. Like we all True. know that when we're DMing, it's possible someone can screenshot you always. Yeah. But if people suspect that like anything they say to you is going to be public, they're probably less likely to say things to you. True. I guess what would you suggest then for us to make it to make them feel comfortable? Because I guess our goal is not to publicize what they say, but just the fact that they responded is good enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say I would say maybe like if you're sending a DM before you mm-hmm. send it, you could always like have a draft that is very clearly not the DM window where you're showing mm-hmm. like, this is what we're about to fire off. You could always post pictures of the person, like repost from their account, like things that they've posted, just be like, you know, we're reaching out to this person, hope for the best, fingers crossed or whatever. Um, oh, I like that. You know, that. without it being such an obvious, like here's the actual screenshot of what we sent them. Cause it does, it, I think for me, if someone was trying to send it to me, I would be like, well, this person's just gonna post anything I say, so. True. It kind of adds a little mystery too, because I feel like adding that intrigue almost makes everyone wonder, like, oh, I wonder what they yeah. said. Like, what? How did they get their attention? Kind and of. You can always take. Sc- I take a lot of screenshots where it's just like it shows that things are open, so that way I'm not exposing what was said, but I can be like, mm-hmm. but look who's talking to me, because <laughs> it is exciting. Okay, I think I agree with you. Maybe we'll do a, a little bit of a different approach and see if we can get some responses. Um, out of the people you've uh, messaged, are you BFFs with any of them other than, I mean, maybe not BFFs with Brooke, but are you friends with any of them in real life? I mean, I would say not friends, but I definitely stay in touch with some people, but I would say they're not Mm -hmm. like super big celebrities. 
Um, there are different like music producers and people that I've met and just like chat with um, mm-hmm. that I stay in touch with. Or like there are a couple, there's a model in town that I find very attractive <laughs> that yes. I DM with. Um, so there are a few people. I do think that the more followers I've gotten over the years, likely I am to get DM back. So don't give up because okay. like, okay. I for sure have sent many DMs where I didn't get a reply. Um, and Thank I think you. that's, that's <laughs> like, that's going to happen. Thanks for the words of encouragement. Yeah, to... for sure. <laughs> okay. So we will try a different approach, Alex. We need to maybe make it a little bit more mysterious. And not be like, and more more strategic. Yeah, not be like, here you go, public. This is what we said. This is what we did. Okay, okay. Note to self. Um, have you had any crazy stories where like the celebrities were a little too much? Um. Oh yeah. You don't have actually mean the game. Yes. If I you don't one. want to, I have one. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think he will ever listen to this, so I'm really not worried about it. But I'm not going to say his name. But okay. there's a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. who uh is older than us and I didn't know who he was from like tv or like it's not someone mm-hmm. well known enough that I would have just known but through a former job that I had I met this person and then years later he started talking with me on social media and we he invited me to a Christmas party for a magazine oh. in the industry that he is an athlete in mm-hmm. took me on a date like it was very nice we went to the Doug fur it was like catered and mm-hmm. like a private event oh, wow um I hooked up with him mm-hmm. there was a silver medal around my neck at one point <laughs> Olympic medal <laughs> yeah um but then like we didn't live in the same city so this uh-huh. person at the time lived in Seattle and I lived in Eugene and in my mind, it was, like, just a hookup. Yeah. It was absolutely. Like, there, there wasn't going to be anything else. Right. Um, the distance, yeah. Because we did. Yeah. And also, he's, like, I'm just trying. I know how old this person is. I'm trying to do some math right now. Is he, like, he's much six- older? He's 16 years older than me. Okay. So, significantly okay. older. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, and has kids. Oh, uh, with yeah. A, with a divorced situation so I didn't think he was trying to do that anyway yeah but he came on way too strong and like <clears throat> I had to block him on like all social media oh my god he started like it went from like I want to be with you we should hook up again to like calling me Mrs. his last name <gasps> and oh my god me like non-stop like I had to block his phone number I had to block him on snapchat I had to block him on instagram it was a lot Wow. holy crap yeah <laughs> I don't know what I expected but it was not that um I mean he it wasn't like he ever stalked me or anything like he, he didn't show up at my house or anything yeah weird. that's good um but, <laughs> but it definitely he went from like <laughs> we hung out once uh-huh. to like full throttle real fast <gasps> yeah like I can see I can see myself spending the rest of my life with you it's like <laughs> yeah and I mostly had just talked on Facebook so it was just very confusing to me <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah, like one night together. I don't know. Well, at least you know you were you were did the honorable thing and just blocked him and not like blasted him. All so blasted yeah. him, yeah. Because now oh, for sure. I feel like with cancel culture being very strong right now, it could have been like a career-ending move to to like really 
really shout to the universe about his advances. You know what I mean? For sure. Mm. Well, and I think, I mean, even though they came on strong, mm-hmm. I never was like in any danger or yeah. I just want to be very clear in that. Like, I didn't feel like he crossed any lines other than I just didn't want to talk to him anymore. Yeah. But like, he was not, yeah. he wasn't inappropriate. You <laughs> it, know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound, <clears throat> but like, yeah, it doesn't sound but, creepy. But I do agree with you. I think, mm-hmm. um, and people are like quick to do that I think that like we're all human and we all have flaws yeah and it can be very easy to like see someone's flaws and amplify them I'm not saying that like assault is okay and that we should be quiet about it but I think almost any mistake especially if you're like some kind of celebrity that can be like magnified like crazy exactly oh for sure okay okay so some maybe unwanted attention at one point which platform do you like the best I know you kind of started off with Facebook because that was like young and fresh when you were in college do you use mm-hmm. Facebook right now a lot for DMs or is it multiple no. Instagram I'm an Instagrammer yeah um I mean part of it is that I make some income off of Instagram so I spend like an unnerving amount of hours a day on there <laughs> so that's where I'm gonna be that's where you can find me I have a TikTok I don't really use it I have a Twitter I absolutely don't use it I have a Snapchat I very rarely check it I have a Facebook where stuff cross posts there when I post to Instagram Uh I don't log in I have like three Mm -hmm. friends I just use Instagram same yeah for me I mean it's like TikTok is the fastest growing platform right now Mm -hmm. but Instagram is like got the biggest market share and people spend the most time on it it's the most used it's easy and like tiktok is great i have a tiktok but i don't i don't show my face or anything i like to stay pretty like low-key and pretty anonymous Mm -hmm. so it's great for people who can use it and don't care about being online but i feel like instagram's a bit easier because it's it's just more familiar you have more friends on there you can reach a bunch more people and it's just like it's a quick picture a quick like and you move on to the next one tiktok is like you have to take a few seconds to watch a video. I don't know. I still like it. When I watch better. TikTok, I feel less I, as though I am less than because then I'm like, okay, there's this like six year old that has like a gajillion follows for, I don't know, a dance that they made yeah. to a like lap <laughs> by Cardi B. <laughs> like, okay, I, I cannot have this energy around me right now because it's not happening. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, um, like I said, I'm 34. When I use TikTok, I feel motion sick. Yeah. I actually, like, I I do not watch the app. <laughs> I post on the app, but I actually don't interact with it in that way because it makes me feel like when you're, like, in a car and you feel yeah. motion sick. That's how I feel when yeah. I use TikTok. I wish I was kidding. <laughs> it's just too, it's like too overstimulation almost, you know? I think Absolutely. It, and maybe it's just because like we're all kind of in that millennial, like, um, I wouldn't say old, but we're like in our prime mid of life, you know? Right. I think that for me, Instagram is where I waste all of my time. I know I, I, I like it, especially because it has reels now and it's basically like TikTok, but like slower. Because yeah, like absolutely. doesn't automatically start playing another one, and it, it gives me control. So okay, so Instagram is primary. Would you say that um, most of the celebrities that you've tried to reach out to have an Instagram? Because what I've noticed recently is that some of them don't even have an Instagram, and I don't know why. 
I mean, if they don't have an Instagram, they probably just are not wanting to participate in social media. Yeah. Which is, it's super overwhelming. Also, when um, when George Floyd was killed, mm-hmm. a lot of people deleted their Instagrams or, like, suspended their accounts. Um, mm-hmm. Celebrity and otherwise. And I think it's because, I mean, I even felt like I don't want to take up space on this platform right now. Like, mm-hmm like that it's just not my place yeah um but there were some people that you know felt that way to the point where they took their accounts down so I think that's part Mm -hmm. of it too I think in our climate social media is like super overwhelming sometimes depending on you know who you are and the lens that you're looking through it really is like I um following the uh, I guess like the success of WandaVision before it even came out um I heard that Elizabeth Olsen actually used to have an Instagram and I don't remember I don't remember the reason why but it just got so overwhelming for her comments and both positive and negative lots of haters came on to her page and she was just she was just done Mm -hmm. just deleted the entire account because it was just too much would you oh go ahead ahead. I was gonna say would you say that like I'm like trying to formulate the most creative answer now to the celebrities or creative message to celebrities that I do want to message. But would you say that like using our professional Instagram, which is sip and slide in the DMS would be a better version than our personal, because I just recently got my personal Instagram off of private mode. Um, Mm -hmm. What, what, what would your suggestion be on that? I mean, I think, I think it's cool that you have a podcast about this. I think that because it's it's the purpose of the podcast, you should use the professional one. Yeah. Um, I think that makes sense. Uh, the hard thing is you definitely will need to like build up followers before people notice it as much. Yeah. But it's such a cool idea. And I think, you know, like you're just, you've got to like get that ball rolling. But otherwise, I would use your professional one for sure. Okay. Okay. Because, uh... I just want to make sure that the celebrities don't feel like, you know, we're using them for monetary for gain. Content. Yeah, for yeah. monetary gain. You know, although it would be nice, again, I am trying to get on some million dollar yacht one day with my BFF celebrity friend, <laughs> you know, to just have a great time. But yeah. at no point are Alex and I like, yes, excellent. We're going to use this name to make a profit um and we really just want to like connect have something to talk about and Mm -hmm. really just hang out (laughs) and make friends I know it sounds yeah I mean yeah one of the things that I do like the the way that I've gotten better at social media is just to experiment so like Mm -hmm. I'll post something and then I'll see if I lose followers or gain followers or how it does you may have to do a little experimentation. You okay. may have to use the professional account, try your personal accounts, like see what approaches work and what don't. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the questions that you asked in like the list you gave mm-hmm. me was, do you start small? Yeah. You start, like, um, I think I hadn't thought of that before. I love that question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's something to that. So um, I, I talk with a couple local rappers in town mm-hmm. and I would say they're small in that like maybe their followings are about as big as mine on Instagram mm-hmm. um but one of them like I don't want to blow him I mean we talk all the time I don't want to blow him up right, <laughs> yeah. right now or anything but yeah. like one of them um like knows Amine 
And like oh. when he was in town, they were like posting Ooh. Instagram pictures together. And I was like, oh, I did not that I'm trying to like jump from one guy to another <laughs> or like anything like that, but I didn't realize you had connections like that. So mm-hmm. I think it is cool to like look at the people in Portland that are doing cool stuff, whether it's art or music yeah. or whatever, and follow their stuff. And I mean, stuff you genuinely like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, follow what they're doing, talk with them because they are probably connected to other artists and other people in town. And those connections can be like well beyond Portland, you know? Mm-hmm. You have some truth in that. I think networking is super, super, super important. Mm-hmm. Obviously in everything you do. Uh, but maybe, yeah, maybe we should spend a little bit more time on our local scene prior to, you know, like trying to get, Cardi's attention or I mean I'm not discouraging I'm not discouraging anything I think it's a scattershot approach I think you just have to like fire off as many as you can and know that like someone eventually is gonna write back they I really hope Mm -hmm. so you know they better I feel like they will and we're sending the good vibes out into the universe and you know at first, I was like, should we just, like, start blasting some of these celebrities to get some negative attention? But then I was like, no, 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 no. We'll never be friends like this. Um, <laughs> you know? And so so I feel like, you know, wholesome approach, but it does need to be creative. It does need to be well thought out and, like, captivating enough to where we're not just, like, wasting their time with a paragraph-long, you know, scene but just something quick and catchy and really to show that we are watching kind of again, not in a creepy way, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. like we're following, right? <laughs> we're following, we're with it. We like them. We want to be their friends. I mean, so you said that you recently just made your Instagram, not private. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do either of you get DMS from people you don't know? Yes. How do you react? What do you do? And how do you react when it happens? So here's the thing. I don't know about you, Alex, but I get all of these like, uh, promotion. I have, uh, people reaching out to me to promote their product, but it's product I've never, ever, 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 ever heard of. And to yeah, me, those are all scams. yeah, those are all scams. Ex- exactly. Scams. Or I'll get like these bizarre usernames that aren't, I don't know how to describe it. It would be like a numerical username, just numbers, mm-hmm. right? And they would be like, hey, yeah. how's it going? What are you up to? And I'm like, delete. Yeah, <laughs> delete mine is on, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what those are? Mine is what on I, what, I'm thinking it's all scams. They are, but, but I can all tell scams. you a little bit about these. Tell me. So the ones where the people are pitching a product those are usually true in that they have a product they're Mm -hmm. just trying to make you buy the product Mm -hmm. so they tell you we're looking for influencers but what they're really doing is they're gonna say go to our page and we'll give you a special code right now where you can order something for 50 percent off but really they're just making money they're just selling you exactly and then you're gonna post it on your page and be like look at this cool water bottle i got oh exactly and you're paying them (laughs) <laughs> to promote their product. Geniuses. <laughs> yeah. So that, those, I get those, like, anytime I post a picture, uh-huh. I, I posted one today, and there's probably, like, eight comments of, like, do you want to collab? DM us at blah, blah, blah. Those are all the same type of scam, where it's, like, buy our t-shirt, and then yeah. wear it, and say that we gave it to you, basically. And I'm like, no. Um, 
do yeah. the work yeah. for the us. The other type of scam where it's just a random account that contacts you, those are usually people that are pretending to be like a sugar daddy or a sugar mommy mm-hmm. or someone who is like mining bitcoins. Mm-hmm. And they will try to talk to you and they want to trick you into thinking that they want to take care of you or give you money for some reason. But then in talking with them for maybe like, well, I don't know how fast they, they'll do it. It varies. Yeah. Um, they will then be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a doctor and normally I'm based out of Delaware, but right <laughs> now I'm in India at this hospital and my, I need, my, my, yeah, my, I need an Apple Pay card. If you could just send me an Apple Pay card for $50 right now, then I got you for $500 a week for the rest of your life, baby girl. Like, you can't I mean, believe that there's, like, a doctor in India, right, who really needs an Apple right. Pay card while he's, like, slicing someone's scalp open to give him brain surgery. You're like, come on. Come on. No way. I mean, I don't think that you or I or anyone in this conversation would ever fall for that. But I do think there are vulnerable people mm-hmm. who haven't had anyone show them attention in a long time so if they think that like oh I've always been like an ugly chunky girl and this guy wants to be my sugar daddy that's special and especially if the person talks to you for a while and makes you think that there's something going on but beyond that there are people so I also have an OnlyFans Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's new but there are people that like just want to spend money because it's like how they get off I don't I mean yeah no that makes sense so I have one Instagram Mm -hmm. follower who uh I was dating someone and this guy who I don't don't find him attractive I feel bad saying that but he (laughs) messaged me and he was like let me buy you a pizza and I was like no I have a boyfriend you shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. and he was like you don't have to tell him that I bought it just let me send it to you and was just trying to like let me accept this pizza and then he later told me he spent like thousands of dollars on a girl that he liked online and to try to get her to finally like meet him in person, get her attention. Mm-hmm. Like a cam girl. Oh and my it gosh. never happened. And like, it's a problem for him. And I was like, I'm not going to accept your money. So I opened yeah. an OnlyFans like a week ago and he was the first person. <laughs> You're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for your donation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, at least he knows. The first step is to, to curing a problem is admitting you have one, right? Keep yeah. admitting it. Just kidding. <laughs> there are only 11 left. <laughs> well, hey, I think it's a great thing you've got going on. Obvi- so I'm assuming you're single, right? Because it sounds like you're reaching out to celebs to like... Yeah, I mean, I've been talking with someone and we have a first date tomorrow. So Ooh. I feel like... Ooh. Yeah, my life was is juicy but like I think that I'm I'm actually looking for like a relationship relationship. I was dating someone Mm -hmm. pretty casually into December and Mm -hmm. when the holidays rolled around I realized like he didn't really care about me that much not in a bad way I mean he was pretty clear about where he was with things but I was like on Christmas where I was like why am I not dating someone who wants to watch Christmas movies with me this is stupid so I think that for me, I've kind yeah. of switched gears. For a long time, I was not wanting that. But now I like, I want a boyfriend. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> see. Where are you going for your first day? Anywhere special? Um, no, not particularly. Uh, I think with the pandemic, it's interesting. I'm not super into dining indoors right now. Uh-huh. I'm not really ready for that. Uh-huh. Um, 
I have asthma. I'm high risk. So I'm just kind of like chilling. Um, And I work from home. So like I'm pretty isolated as it is. Mm -hmm. So I asked if he'd be willing to like come to where I live. Yeah. um, Because I'm in a neighborhood that has like a lot of cool bars with patios and we can just walk to somewhere. He started following me and I, or no, he wasn't following me. He was just watching my stories. Okay. And I don't, a lot of Hmm. people watch my stories. So I wasn't like, I don't know. I just thought he was cute. Mm-hmm. His tiny little thumbnail um, but he didn't follow me and okay his account was private and so I was like well I'm not gonna message him that's weird so I just let it go and then <laughs> I made an adult account to go with my only fans mm-hmm. and the day I made the account he followed it and so I was like okay he obviously likes me so then I dm'd him and we've been talking for a minute and we're gonna go on a date so I'm excited Yay! we'll see but I'm, I mean, I think it all goes down in the DMs, celebrities or not. It all does. I really yeah. feel like our world is in the DMs right now. I mean, what other way are you going to connect with that? Cinema Pigeon? I don't think so. You right. know? <laughs> but I mean, I think the coolest thing is it makes everyone fairly accessible if they want to be. I agree. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to connect. We're trying to, you know, make new friends, meet our future husbands and girlfriends and wives, you know, whatever is out there. Sure. And it's a way to kind of the social media scene, I guess, is a way to earn money too. I know that, you know, you have lots of follow followers is like 11,000, 12,000 now. I only have 12 yet. I'm at 11. Okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, like I said, I have a day job. So yeah. I work like, if I didn't have social media, I would be doing just fine. But yeah. Um, but it is cool. The more followers I've gotten, the more opportunities. I've had brands reach out to me mm-hmm. and ask if I've wanted to work with them. So I've had paid posts. Um, I also have a couple of clients that they have businesses and they're mm-hmm. too busy to run their own Instagrams. So I mm-hmm. like do their social media work for them, like posts and work on engagement and stuff like that. Um and then I think, like, I'm trying to get more into working, like, on my own account, working mm-hmm. with, um, like, local businesses in town to get more attention for businesses. So, like, in the pandemic, a big thing that broke my heart was a lot of my favorite restaurants and bars, like, closed the day yeah. reopen. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been, like, just, I pivoted my content a lot more towards food for that reason, because I just mm-hmm. wanted to, like, show the places that i I want them to be open. I want people to go there. Um, yeah, help absolutely. boost them up. And it just kind of like blew up. I've gotten way more followers since I've started posting more of that type of content. That's I'm awesome. so happy. That's yeah, nice that you're foodie. Do. We're foodies too. Alex and I love to eat. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're always trying to find somewhere new. I mean, it, it's easier during the summer, yeah. I guess. But. Um, we're always trying to find new places to eat and like new, uh, new places to try new drinks and like the most unique places, like where it's all about like the smaller, the smaller restaurants and businesses. And I feel like personally, I think they have the oh, best for food. sure. Well, I mean, I want <laughs> yeah. something that someone put their heart into, like my biggest thing about eating out. And I think <laughs> it's cause I grew up in like a rural area where like going out to eat was a special thing because we had to like drive aways and Mm -hmm. you know we it was like Mm -hmm. we planned as a family where we were gonna go and whatever um I think I don't want to eat something I can make myself so like I don't want to go to a chain restaurant and get like a bowl of pasta I could have made at home you know I want to go somewhere 
Yeah, I'm the same way. That like somebody like their grandmother developed the recipe and like handed it down. Or I want to go somewhere where like someone actually learned how to craft the food or they they just love what they do and you can taste it. That's what I want. Yeah, I love that. I have that same kind of mindset when I go out. Like the one thing I will not order when I'm out is soup. I'm like, I have soup all the time at home and I make pretty good soup. And it's like, I I would rather try something different, something new. Okay, so we're so happy for Mm -hmm. your first date. Um, I'd love to keep in touch and have you let us know how it went. We're rooting for you. Um, I actually met my boyfriend on Tinder back when Tinder was like first starting out. This was like 2000, what year is it? 2021? 2015? Um, Okay, so yeah, it was new back then. Yeah, so... I would tell all my friends, I try to promote it as much as I can. They're like, oh my God, no, it's just like a hookup site. And back then it really wasn't. <laughs> back then it was kind of just like meeting people. It was still fresh and new to like swipe on mm-hmm. your dates. And it was less hookups and more to like meet people just because it was so much more convenient, easier than meeting uh-huh. them. For sure. Outside. Plus, you I know, mean, I, I have a Tinder currently mm-hmm. and I have so many matches on it that the app will not load correctly. Like it loads, but then when I try to swipe, it's so slow. Yeah. And if I do, if I swipe, every swipe is a match. And so it's not like I can swipe like, well, I mean, I have, so I have plenty of fish, Bumble and Tinder Mm -hmm. and I have them set up where I'm like, I'm mostly looking for new Instagram friends. (laughs) Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Ladies, it's all about marketing. Listen, um, you've got <laughs> exactly. Up again, like shit. Tinder is like the one that I use the most, yeah. and I actually have met like people I've dated from it. Yeah, and honestly, like I have, it does not work for me. I don't know at what amount it stops working, but I've got like two or three thousand matches, and it like just crashes the app. I can't really use it anymore. Tinder's probably like, you've had enough. <laughs> They're like, yeah. One of these no more for you. For you. <laughs> like, no more. That's it. Maybe just like capped out because there's literally no other users in your uh, <laughs> We ran out of money in Portland. <laughs> they were like, that's it. <laughs> um but we've met on Tinder way back when and we're still together, uh, which was kind of fun and exciting at the time. And I just got Alex to try one of those dating apps and she met her boo just recently on Bumble. Um, Congratulations. Applause to you, Alex. (laughs) Quite unexpected. (laughs) But like, I do think there's something to be said about just how easy it is to connect with people on social media. And I do consider those two to be social apps, maybe not social media, but it's definitely not like just going up to a rando in real life and be like, Hey, tell me about your Zodiac sign. You know, uh, (laughs) probably not. I I would say I also do that in, I mean, pre COVID. Yeah. I was the person that like, I think um, I had a friend once say like, I love going out with you because you like do not care because she mm-hmm. would look at a guy and be like, I think that guy across the bar is cute. And I would walk over and be like, hey, <laughs> can I talk to you? And just start talking to him and be like, you should meet my friend Katie. You are the like, wing woman. <laughs> yeah, I'm just very extroverted. And that, like, because it, we can't be around people all the time, yeah. I just like turn to the internet. Mm-hmm. 
I'm down to meet up sometime down the road at a bar outside. Yes, yeah, and get some drinks. Uh, For sure. Yeah. I extend the invite. Not the same night as I'm hanging yeah, out with this we guy, probably but want to any, <laughs> any other time. <laughs> so he'd be like, what is happening right now? <laughs> he would maybe be into it. Well, we'll have well, we're hoping and sending good energies for you for your first date. Um, yeah, let us know is. how that goes. And again, so appreciative of you coming on and just sharing some advice with us because we're obviously noobs. Yeah, thank you so much. These are these are great notes. Like you have firsthand experience. This is yeah, awesome. You're welcome. For us. I had so much fun. Honestly, like I live in the DMs. Yeah, welcome, welcome here. <laughs> I hope you have fun. Yes, we got to go get drinks afterwards in real life. Um, For sure. Drinks are on us, by the way. So I know we're we're coming to your turf, so to say. We'll have more than one round, so we can can figure it out. Definitely. (laughs) Yes. Um, Is there anything else you want to share with the audience? Uh, I know that your Instagram page is popping. I love your food stories. Uh, yeah, I mean, just my Instagram. Yeah. I'm not. I don't even care if people follow me. Really, like <laughs> they should though. If they, know, if, yeah, <laughs> if, if they know what's good for them, they should follow. Yeah. It. I mean, I think it's cool <laughs> if you like it. If you don't, I kind of, I am. I don't have the kind of account that's like focused, right? I just kind of post whatever I want, and so a lot of it is food, but mm-hmm. it's not always food. And I lose followers every time I post like anything else. So. I really feel like <laughs> go check it out. Yeah, <laughs> I would love for you to check it out. But like, if you don't want to follow me, that's okay too. Yeah, but you know, if if they do check it out, they will for sure follow because the content is awesome. It's at Hey Millie Hales, right? Yes. Okay, and we love it. We follow it, uh, and I'm really, really you obsessed with all the cool stuff. And even though it's not just food. It's all about that first thing we talked about is being unique, right? It's discovering yes. you and really owning that shit. Be yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Millie. Thanks for spending a whole hour with us. 